Hugh Hefner, a true American icon, created an empire that was unrivaled. Although some of his bunnies may have gone rogue, it's because of the love and respect that we received from the man behind it all. The Rogue Bunny's mission is simple. 100 playmates taking control of their valuable IP while honoring Hef's iconic Playboy style and bringing that experience to our collectors. Like only we know how, because after all, we did learn from the best. Relive the stories from the most prominent celebrity home in history. From those of us that lived it, the employees that worked it, and the guests who loved it. And the, the mayhem continues. You're listening to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. We are at the Hotel Ziggy on the famous Sunset Strip. We've got Scott Ramsey. Hello. We've got Victoria Fuller. Get Hello. off the phone. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did your, I did your voice for you. Allison, Joel, oh. we're having a blast. I mean, you're Allison blowing Reynolds, my Joel mind Brother. because I know a Wait, lot of the background re- re- of the story. For, Brian, reset for the audience. If, well, they, if they're well, just tuning in, they don't know who Allison and Joel are. Go ahead. Allison, well, Joel. Allison, tell us. You were with the, the, the mansion for... Well, once I left the uh, people in the Playboy Photographers mm-hmm. in Glendale, I got divorced and I needed a job. So they said Playboy was looking for somebody for the photo department Perfect. out here. So I went and I guess they had talked to Marilyn Grabowski, who was the head of the department. Uh, Mo. And so when I walked in, I basically had a job. I didn't have to say a damn thing. Now, was this before Hefner had purchased the mansion? No, it was right after. Perfect. This was 1974. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Wow, okay. So, yeah. this, so he'd this been was... there maybe a year and a half or something like that. So the people who, recommend, who did six playmates a year recommended Allison for a job at the mansion. And they said no, yes. No, job at, at, at the, the Playboy, photo department. And she got it. Yes. For, for Maryland. And then years later, maybe around 76, 77, I got a call from the mansion and Hef's little right-hand man called me up and said, I want to talk to you. And I'm like, oh, what's this about? Well, I get over there, and they said he needs another social secretary. Because the one that used to work the nights off of the regular secretary quit. So they were thinking of me because I knew all the playmates and stuff. And Perfect, so yeah. I said, well, I don't want to quit my other job. And they're like, no, no, you still have that. In fact... If you're up late, because in those days, Hef stayed up till like 2 a.m. If you're up late, you don't have to be there at 9 o'clock in the morning. You can go in late. And they'd already talked to Marilyn about this. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, what the hell? I'll try it. So I was getting paid by the studio, but also was getting paid so much a night by Hef. So my, I could then buy food. I didn't have to go to dinner with all these idiots. I can make my own food. <laughs> That's incredible. You guys have so many memories with Hef. They oh. spent so much time with Hef. I mean, I remember, yeah, you were always going out. Every time I'd show up, you're like, oh, we just got back. It was the we greatest 18 months of my life, except for the 80s in New York. Um, Which are a blur. Was, it was, you know, but you I know, I remember them in specific detail. And there are, there are countless stories. We could talk about the, the parties that were at the mansion. We could talk about the parties that you guys got to be on the adventures of Hollywood, right? But the part that I, I, I want to touch on a little bit because I was just thinking about Victoria right now as she's talking with you guys, I flash back to Easter. And I start flashing back to these like family style events. And well, they were I different touch, a few years before that. I want to touch a little bit on that, like uh, on the fact that, you know, there were multiple layers of the boss. 
right? And and you got to experience all those, but he was a very much a family man when it came to inviting everyone to bring their kids. I mean, mm-hmm. Victoria, you had your daughter. Yeah. She, she'd be out there on the trampoline. I remember I'd have to call for security, make sure security's standing by in case anything goes wrong. <laughs> the animals and everything. It was you know, wonderful. Talk about that part. For one thing, it was nice to see all the old playmates at Easter because... We wouldn't see them for maybe two years, five years, and all of a sudden they'd come and they'd have children. And it was just so adorable to meet their family, meet their husbands and their kids. And the kids just loved an Easter egg hunt. And man, like Hef with everything else, he did it upright. All the people at the mansion that worked there, and some that did it, you know, for fun, they would... All these eggs that they oh. would blow out. All these. They'd hollow they out. Would, the, the, they would. Well, everybody that. Hef you know, likes a hand-blown no, thing. <laughs> they took that. Everybody that ordered eggs, those egg 3,000 of them. Really, if it's so all blown, the is it worth people, it? <laughs> all the people that worked at the mansion, a lot of the butlers and stuff, Hand-painted. and some of them were such fantastic artists yes that to this day i, I still have, have mine. boxes of them yep. and i covet them because some of them are just they're gorgeous. total works of art they really are you know i still have some of those eggs and i, I got to give props to guy de coot uh, artist yeah. bob colleen he worked in the in the offices these guys yeah, were actual bob. artists and, uh, they would paint full paintings like there there's this one with old, like a an old boat age home on that the did ocean. It or something like it's crazy stuff yeah the elderly, there was an elderly group of women or something. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, Mary set that up, didn't she? Yeah, it was uh, his her brother's wife. Oh. But 3,000, as Victoria was saying, yeah. 3,000 eggs, all yep. hand-blown, oh, yeah. dried, sterilized, and the, then hand-painted. When you say hand-blown, you mean they put a hole in yep. each end and then, oh, yes. and yep. then and blow the yolk out. Exactly. And that's a process. I'm going to tell you. But I, that, but I know we would especially start Especially to get January. that many shells. They start yeah. months and months and months. But yeah. back in the Earlier. 70s, before all the playmates had babies, weren't the eggs well, the a eggs, little bit more well, risky? The eggs were very different in the 70s. Oh. You oh. can pick it up and oh. it might have it might have a little picture of you know <laughs> some balls and a cock painted on it. Or, you know... God only I wish knows. I had some of those eggs. But they, you know, they weren't that horrendous, but they were yeah, just they're naughty. But it was just so different. And once all the playmates, you know, had kids and everything, it all changed. And, and it was really wonderful. You have to be part of all changed. the different kinds of events. I mean, we had the big holidays, okay? We had the big parties, but every single day was scheduled out. I mean, you yeah. had oh, family yeah. night on Mondays. You had Tuesdays family night. was uh, family, family night. night. Wednesdays, Wednesdays was free. Gin night. night. No, card oh, night. Oh, gin oh, night. When we were hanging out with half, Wednesdays was the place on uh, La Brea. No, no, no. Thursday. Uh, well, Garden Wednesday. of Eden? Oh, wait, wait yes. Garden of Eden? No. Yes. Fridays and Garden Saturdays were Garden of Eden. Thursdays was no, Atlantic. At first it was Wednesday. But that was after nine. That's when that would start. In yeah. other words, he would yes. have his events. Like, you'd have the whole place running... Uh, we would have car night, and we then, would show up at Wednesday night. Yeah. They're finishing cards, and we're like, bye, Alan. It's okay. Yep. Boom, boom, we're boom, going boom. out. And then the limo would be set and ready, and you guys would be going out. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. But then you'd have Thursday, which would be... Uh, Atlantic for dinner. Well, and it would then be somewhere. a family night. It was, right. it was dinner. It was yeah. dinner. It was a dinner, and then it, then, when, then it turned into another movie night, because then you have movie nights Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And then it began all over again. Like, <laughs> this whole thing. It was a constant cycle. From when I was there... To when you know everything 
The only night we didn't go out was Tuesday because it was family night. Talk about consistency. What? How many right? there's a night were you there? Thousands. I mean, you were even there on Sundays doing oh, backgammon. Lots. Are you kidding me? Well, I was there four or five nights a week, so I think you were there backgammon seven. Backgammon didn't really start till after we got back from Europe from the, the Yes, the con because festival. he talked Hef into playing backgammon Hef on the plane on the way over to Europe. Hef hadn't played backgammon for, like for 15 years. 20 years, easily, since the 70s, since the... The Great they Depression? Play, yeah, no, they used to play backgammon, and there'd be like 24 guys playing backgammon, and if you're the guy in the shoe in the middle, you're playing against 24 guys, and if you lose, you lose 24 times whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, there was a so lot of money. Play, they bet seriously. And when we first started playing backgammon, I was like, yeah, let's just play for a dollar. And he would play as viciously for a dollar a point <laughs> oh, that's as right. he would for a hundred dollars right. a point. And if you owed him a dollar... You, you paid it. You paid it. End, no. You didn't come home later. You paid it at the end of the match. <laughs> but then yeah. he paid you. Yeah, he always he paid up. He lost me. to you. He made sure the he The very gave, last time we ever played. He'd write down on a piece of paper how much. And, and then he'd come he down and get her with $3 and hand it to me. <laughs> so would you say that you were at the mansion at least six days a week? I was Easily. back in the old days, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Especially during the years we were During the day, too. We'd go and hang out by the pool and stuff. Hang out with each Back other. Back in the 70s, if you were on the list, you were on the list 24-7. Yeah, you, you could, could go breakfast, three lunch, in and the dinner, morning which... And take a who does that? People that Peter took Lawford. advantage. Peter Lawford. <laughs> oh, he crazy. would come late at night. <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying who opens their house like that? Oh, their nobody home. does. Yeah, no, no one. Saying no one. The has it set up like that. It was, it was like the White House, only harder to get into, and a lot more fun. Right. And, yes. and even during the Kimberly years, or as I call it, either the boring years or the... Or the um, <laughs> Oh, oh well, I, it was family no, time, man. What are you talking best. about? Come on. In the sense, uh, well, these were great. Time. These were great years for Marston and Cooper to grow yes. up. No, they were they amazing were years. And we love them. Um, Poor Kimberly got it. Really, <laughs> she got such a bad rap for just wanting to have. No, want to have a family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. She just wanted around her kids. But. Um, but it was in, it was a pretty sharp contrast to what it was in oh very sharp because in the seventies people came, yeah. would take advantage and they'd come for breakfast they'd come for lunch they'd go out and play it was the Oscar Wilde years it was a lot of interesting people a lot of interesting and, conversation you know. and there was lots of great parties you no longer dressed up in lingerie for for Midsummer Night Dream um, the last year they had Midsummer Night Dream with lingerie and robes was ninety two which was an awesome party. And then in 98, which was an equally awesome party. <laughs> it <laughs> was. everything started up again. I'm telling you, you know. I Those two years that we went out with Half were probably the greatest. It reminded me of being a single and in, in New York in the 80s in the sense that it was unbridled. It was wonderful. It was incredible. And it was Half experiencing... What he used to experience in the 70s and 60s. And realizing that people were so adored into him. him and adored yeah. him. Adored we him. We were in Vegas. Well, and we were going in a news article, something about, I had no I had no idea how many people were waiting for me to come back. Oh, my God. We, we, go we to went Vegas. to see Danny Vans. Uh, was that his name? Danny Gans. Gans. Yep. And uh, we go sit down. And while we're walking to our seats, guys and girls you name them. They're going, you're the man. You're the man. People yeah. loved him. You're the man. They just loved him. And it was he incredible. was like, wow. I said, yeah, they like you. <laughs> Mainly because he symbolizes a period and an attitude about America and existence and sexuality and life that is both valid 
immutable and permanent. And they never saw him very much. He never went out until that. It was the original Willy Wonka. When you kind of think yeah. about it. Yeah, you know what I mean? he had this. He built this empire. He did know, like, he had everything at home. He's a legend. And then all of a sudden, gates close. And everyone wonders what's going on. The there? golden ticket. What's back there? Then oh. all of a sudden, bam! That gate opened back up. I mean, everyone was talking about it. I can remember. Yeah. You, know, you turn on the news, and they're like, everybody Hugh all the time. Back out. Hughes Hunter. What? When what? we got to Con, and, and you think about that, but what I want to touch real quick before we go to Con is going back now to that celebrity party, and here you've got Brad Pitt. Okay, you know it was Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise. And Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. You okay. name them, they right? were there. They're there. Everyone's imagining. Wow, look at it's Tom Cruise. It's Brad Pitt, and then they all of a sudden don't. It that just falls away because they're all now going. Oh my it's God. Hugh Hefner. So the celebrity, like, the, you know, there. You know what I mean? To finish Actually, this story, Julie McCullough comes back to us and says, "Brad and Tom don't believe you're here." So the four of us get over and we start walking towards them. Yep. We get about six feet from them. They see half. Half sees them, and their faces go like this. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> well, he'd you, never really gone out that much. He hadn't gone out at so, all. So well, you know, to at see all. you after was a big deal. Here's the thing: Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt are famous because everybody knows who they are. Hugh Hefner is famous because he improved culture. Worldwide. Yeah, that's Thank right. you. Changed the face of the planet. Improved it. I used to call him the first Beatle because he changed, he created the sexual revolution 10 years before the Beatles in the 60s came in. And, and, and that night, it was amazing. It was amazing. You could not. You, you couldn't could not, walk two feet without seeing two or three. So you couldn't find a better night except for Allison and mine first crazy. date. What was, what was Brad Pitt's and. <laughs> So what was Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise's response when they realized that this is the man? They took his hand and they were like really digging on They were truly awestruck that he was there and they had a couple of moments and then we went back to our table. And for half, it was this coming out party. And we were so thrilled and honored to be part of it. (laughs) So much so that he was like... Come on, let's party for the next two years. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. When we got he back figured we con, knew. We yeah, knew. Yeah. You know, and so we didn't tell him anything else. Yeah. We just went along for the ride. Allison and Joel, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Rogue Bunny's Mayhem. Hi, this is Angel Boris, Miss July 1996, and Series 1 Rogue Bunny. I'm inviting you to go rogue the sexiest women on the blockchain and purchase series two trading cards in packs while supplies last. You can also collect individual cards from series one in our marketplace. Just go to roguebunnies.com, click buy NFTs and get out a credit card because no crypto is needed and start collecting. A lucky few will find a legendary or epic card. Why is that special? Well, because you become an instant VIP with access to gated channels to chat with bunnies in our Discord, plus automatic invites to all our IRL events. So what are you waiting for? Just go to roguebunnies.com. Welcome to the metaverse. We're coming on six years. I know. Six years since the mansion's been shut down. I know. A day goes by. You know, and and 
I know I, to this day, I still, I mean, pull it up right now. You'll see texts from the butlers. I still get calls late at night. Hey, can I call you? You know, we're all so close and everyone at the mansion staff was so close. And then we have the reunion, which broke all barriers. And all of a sudden it was everyone mourning the loss of a great man. I didn't mean to do this. Okay, I'm Mourning the bit. loss of yeah. Jimmy and yeah. yeah. Right, right. But what he, I've always said, he's created more than an empire. He created a forever family. Totally. And how we're all attached. But, you know, I was there as a butler, then got into guest, you know, guest services, and I was a guest services manager and helping do events. But I was a worker. And yet I got to experience seeing what you guys were doing. You were so close to us, did. Brian. You were no, part I know, of the but, game. But, 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 but you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, well, you had to recap reunion. us the next day. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. then, <laughs> 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 but, but all of a sudden now, it's like we go to the reunion and it's all of Hef's friends and all of the staff. And I'm yeah. watching everyone around just, just kind of hugging and talking. And, oh, how are you? And how's the family? You know, Butler Anthony coming up. And, oh, my God, these are my kids. Remember I told you my uh, kids? And now, yeah, you know what I mean? And everyone getting together. And that's kind of what I want to express out there. It's like, look, we got to be part of this. But even deeper, there was a deep mourning time. I yeah. think we're coming at, like Two I said, years, six at years. Least. I, I, for like, a few really? years, I wanted to ask you that. What was it like for you guys? I mean, you were there, I asked earlier, six days at least. Yeah, shocking. A week. It was, it was sudden, shocking. Whew. It was like, I didn't want to believe it, but I knew that he wasn't well. And, uh, yeah, I cried, and I was very upset, you know, because the, the time that w- the last time we had seen him was like 10 days before, and we're playing backgammon. And then all of a sudden, he was gone. Mm-hmm. And it was I not was like s- it was not unexpected in no, the sense that we spent four or five years with Hef during his declining years. After he passed, it was a significant change in our lives in the sense of the day-to-day thing. But since we had so much, it time disrupted to all of our schedules. Oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, like, it's not about we, schedules. No, it's we had about, a thing going. It's about the very center of where we spent most. It was of all our of our time. friends. You know, yeah. all my That's old we friends are yeah. playmates. Yeah. Saturdays, Fridays, Sundays. It's like everyone being flung into the into the outskirts of the universe at the same time. At the same time, it wasn't unexpected. But at the like same everything time, in life, wow, there gone. is a period. Oh, it, it was no, no it's question, just gone. no it's question. Gone. It was He's a very gone, sad time. And where do we go from here? I remember you, that it was probably about a year and a half, to, year and a half, two years in, and I was driving down Sunset and just passing where Cherry Crosses, right? Charing I'm Cross passing Road. Charing Cross Road, yeah. and I'm coming around the bend, and I'm getting to where the uh, Beverly Hills Hotel is, right? And I see one of the regulars. I don't want to name any names without them being here, but I want to see one of the regulars drive by. I'm like, oh my God, that's... And I know the exact exactly. seat where exactly. he sat at the table. And I looked at the time and I went, oh my God, it's 4.45. He's on his way to the mansion. Oh my God. <laughs> this guy, is he Doesn't driving know. just to go by there because out of habit? At that time, you're getting there by 5, you know, 4.45. You're coming around. He's coming right at that time. I looked at the time. That same individual, it had to have been about two or three months later, and I'm at I'm at a Bristol Farms, and I see that same gentleman, and he's there picking food out of the you know they they have the buffet you know how they right, go get right. ready made foods, and I'm just going, wow. We don't want to name names, Whoa, but it's but, Playmate's but, favorite dick. But, but you know what I mean. But 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 anyway, I see him, and I'm thinking, you know. So I went up. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Oh my God, how are you doing? And we're just you know how you've been. It was it really felt good because again, it's like you haven't had. 
let's say, the grandfather of the family. You know what I mean? The patriarch. He's the one that got everyone together. And now all of a sudden, now we're seeing our lives going, now what do I do? You know? And I, I don't know. The mansion was so completely unique as an environment and an experience. You can't help not only miss it. You treasure it. I can't turn on Turner Classic Movies without thinking I'm in Hef's living room, yeah. right sitting really? in the front row, looking up at the freaking movie. We watched How the West Was Won from the beginning to the end. At the end, we applauded just like we did at the mansion. No, <laughs> I feel was... like Turner saying, thanks, Hef. We, we, we just came from the L.A. Convention Center, and we're driving by the Orpheum. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. I'm like flashing in my last, head going, last, the last, last remaining seats. seats. Last remaining yep. seats. And I'm right. picturing the little do- a burger stand that me and uh, Joe Piastro, who was head of security at the time, and then picturing getting everyone on the bus for the, uh, and then, oh, uh, Chuck. Unfortunately, was running what? late. Chuck what do you mean you didn't hold the bus? In the, in, the, in the restroom, and, this, and all these flashbacks are going. It's like, you can't go anywhere yeah. and then you, without recognizing a piece of what we got to be a part of. Yeah. So... It, I think it's still going to take time. A I'm, lot I'm of time. Finding, I'm finding that it, it's starting to feel a little surreal, you know, when you lose something. Yeah. At the beginning, it isn't. And then you start questioning, going, did we really do that? Yeah. Did uh, we really get to be part of that? I treasure it like the greatest 27-year stretch, in Allison's case, 44-year stretch wow. of yeah. joy and existence that you could possibly have. You, you had your own zip code at the um, mansion. It's called... <laughs> It was called Ladder Land. <laughs> ladder Land. <laughs> ah, yes. Ladder Land. Ladder yes, land. exactly. They have built a ski, sh- uh, some sort of chalet there during the interim. Well, well they put a wall. gate and a lock on it. It was like a shed that was in the middle of some trees, kind of in an obscure part of the mansion grounds, and it, they stored all the ladders there. Yeah. And that's where we that's went where to go, we smoke, go pot smoke pot secretly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! You see you in Ladderlands. The whole woods smelled like freaking pot. Yeah, well, every party. You know oh, that yeah. it's the largest redwood forest in, in Southern, Southern California. California. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Yep. <laughs> well, we never used to hide it back in the seventies, you know, because uh, hell, I was a pot smoker in the sixties, you know. That's when I first started going to the mansion, some about a year in, maybe it was six months in, <laughs> and and I said to, to Joni, "Do you think Hef would like to smoke some pot?" And she's well, why don't you ask him? So I went up to say, Hef, you want to smoke a joint before the movie? He said, sure. And so he would go, it's movie time. And everyone would come in from the patio. And then Hef and I would disappear on the corner and sit on the steps there by the lion and smoke a joint. And come in and, 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 awesome. and, and enjoy movie time. Joni. I remember Joni was the social secretary at the time when I got Joni there. Joni was she amazing. Was, she yes. was the one that was working five days a week, and I worked two nights a week. Her She's days a playmate off. In 1958 I worked her days off. And only yeah. showed her butt. Yep. She was a character. <laughs> she really was. She was amazing. There's no one like her. She was a horizontal. <laughs> Joni you know, and, and she Joyce showed Cesari. No, she showed no boobs. And, she, and, she and was just a, the sort of side of her ass. And Joyce Cesari. Yes, Joyce Cesari worked in the, uh, in the office. And Joyce and Joni stayed there forever. Yeah. I mean, Joni stayed till she passed. And, 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 and then uh, stayed until she, the, well, everything yeah, was closing yeah. down. She retired. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's right. I want to thank you guys. I want to invite you guys. Please come back. I know we could go Any on and on and on. Uh, for, for Two shots of tequila, I'm got, here. You just, you just got a teaser. That's a taste of what's <laughs> to come. Um, we're going to wrap up. But, um, you know, real quick, the NFTs. Yes. Right? 
I want to make sure that what? everyone understands why are we doing this show? <laughs> because we want people to know what are the playmates that are always playmates. What are these Forever. bunnies doing now? And Rogue Bunnies. That's yeah. why we're here at Hotel Ziggy. That's why we're here at Hotel Ziggy, and we're not only celebrating the 50th anniversary of Dark Side of the Moon, but we are also celebrating the NFTLA Edge of LA. Uh, outer Edge. Ed, outer, outer Edge of LA. What used, what used which, to be NFTLA. Yeah, we're putting it all together. And remember for perpetuity that playmates are forever. They're forever yes. playmates. They're also forever images. And the greatest photography of the last 60 years in this country... Was in Playboy. Exactly. Was in Playboy. So my question was going to be to you, Allison. Why don't you start putting out some NFTs? Yeah. Uh, actually, the you're not the only person. You have. I'm just I know thinking, you're man. not the only person that's asked because I have a lot of rock and rollers I shot, yeah. and lots of playmates and stuff. I know, and a lot of actors because I shot actors for years. So NFTs, and I've been thinking about it. NFTs are definitely in our future. It's just a question of doing the inventory of the images that will warrant or that will be coming close to competing with the Playmates. Well, maybe we'll have to put you guys in as part of Mansion Moments. Yep. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, that she is. Just, yep. She just gave away a tease that we weren't talking about <laughs> yet, but all right. Yes, it's coming. <laughs> Don't forget that NFTs are forever and it's something you can own and whose value may fluctuate, but iconic images will never be worth less than the emotion they generate in your heart. Oh, nicely said. Well done. Wow. That's we were the best years of Playboy. The best years. Well, we're all of the years. Have the best years of Rogue Bunnies. Allison, how does everybody follow you? I'm on Instagram at Big Al People's Pal. You can find me there. I'm on Facebook, but I don't really add a whole lot of people to that one. And you better show up in my house with some weed if you want to find me. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. <laughs> or you better like cats. <laughs> you better like cats. Well, our social media presence will be exalted at the point that we're ready to exploit it. But and then, and do you have like a website to, talk, to, to show like your travel blogs? Not yet. No. Oh, really? No, because you know what? We were we published with numerous they major... They worked with other people. Yeah. Large, yeah, yeah. functional publications. And now we're finding our way through the morass of the current reality of existence. And when we find something that we think is worthwhile, we'll indulge it. When you're, when you're ready, will you come back on the show so we can talk about that? We'll come back on the show long before we're ready. No, no. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're back. Fantastic. We're back. They're not leaving. Victoria, how does everyone follow? I, you can find me at Victoria Fuller underscore artist at Instagram and NFT Bunny on Twitter and RogueBunnies.com. And that's R-O-G-U-E. That's R-O-G-U-E. B-U-N-N-I-E-S. B-U-N-I-E-S. Fantastic. Scott Rams, you can find me at ConcertZero.com. I'm Brian Alea. Follow me at Instagram, Real Mr. Mayhem. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Allison. I love you guys. We're going to go to the bar. We're going to get prepped because we're about to watch Scott Pace just kick some ass. And, and the, the mayhem, mayhem continues. Hey, Mayhem Familia. Don't forget to click, like, and subscribe. And tell all your friends. Also, visit us at rbmayhemshow.com. That's rbmayhem.com. Mayhem spelled M-A-Y-H-E-M show.com And I want to give a special thanks to Dapper Labs, Flow, Gig Labs, and also Flow Score. And 
The Mayhem Continues!